Yesterday, as I mentioned before the break, our premier suggested that other businesses would soon be able to open. So get preparing and use the guidelines that have been provided. Many of us need to get some serious maintenance from head to toes. And so it's not the easiest thing when you're a hairdresser, nail technician, esthetician, massage therapist. How do you get ready for, you know, social distancing and safe work uh, arounds when it comes to your clients, it's, it's a really hands-on job. You can't work on your client from behind plexiglass if you're cutting hair. Jeff Alford is president of the CBON Group, Canada's largest supplier of professional infection control products. And he has looked at these industries and um, has come up with five uh, ways that they need to, I guess, retool doing what they do. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thank you. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for being here. So unlike other service industries, uh, you need direct contact with your client when you're working as a hairdresser. You're working in a spa. How do you how do they start getting ready? This is really a very substantial challenge, partly because historically the government really hasn't been overly active in guidelines and regulating the industry. And as a result, whether you're talking about nails or hair or aesthetics, there's been this patchwork of regulatory uh, regulatory issues to be dealing with, and there's been very clear, unclear guidelines for the actual professionals. So we've now put together very, very clear protocols for each of the industries and how they're going to get together, get their staff educated, uh, have protocols for the clients when the clients come in, have protocols for all their surfaces, their tools. Uh, we, for example, will be teaching them the difference between sanitation, disinfecting, and sterilization. Sadly, many of the professionals haven't even fully understood the difference in those levels of killing of pathogens. So really, it's important now for the entire industry to step up and get the education. And to that end, uh, we've put out a website called Infection controleducation.com and on that website you can download all your pre-opening protocols what they're going to do before they open they need to get their staff together take a whole lot of steps it's actually three pages long and there are a lot of home-based businesses too kelly that people who are offering services in their home or mobile businesses we have very very detailed protocols on that website for home-based businesses and mobile businesses. I would imagine that people that are working out of their house really are going to be super stringent about the the keeping a very clean disinfected uh, workplace because you're you're inviting possible pathogens into your house. Absolutely Kelly and the problem is this those a lot of those people are people who are supporting their family that's Mm -hmm. their income sometimes they are single mothers who are supporting their family with that income. So they have to be obviously uh, sure that the the clients are comfortable coming. So on that website, there is one entire section for home-based businesses. Everything from when the customer comes to the door to when the customer leaves the door. And it's really, really important that they do that now. 
You said that there isn't a standardized regulation. Are you thinking that we're going to see the government step in and say, if you want to open salons, if you want to, you know, uh, get your massage therapy practice going again, you are going to have to meet these standardized regulations. And will we see a day where, you know, you might have to do some online training? Maybe it's just um, a quick online module that you have to go through to make sure that you pass this. And will we see certificates on walls of spas and salons to instill confidence in the near future, do you think? Well, we've already started this a few years ago. And now on that website, it's available for you to take your course, to register, take your course, get a certificate. Unfortunately, it's, it's difficult to see the government until now, the governments of the provinces or the federal government having the political will to do something like this. But we are being called literally every day. I'm in Montreal today meeting with some government folks for the province of Quebec. We're being called now from everywhere asking for recommendations on what the government should do. Unfortunately, it takes substantial political will to pass that sort of tight legislation for, for uh, these sort of infection control procedures. But we are totally for it. We're encouraging it. Nonetheless, we're being proactive even if the government doesn't pass the regulations. But what they'll often do is come out with recommendations. And, you know, recommendations are not as strong as regulations. But we're being proactive by saying, come and get your education, get your certification. We're even installing an audit program for salons to be audited. We're installing an app where salons can go and report if any of their, their, their staff members themselves, their customers have flu. So we can actually be tracking the flu for the future situations like this, because we know viruses are now a way of life for us. Okay, so I only have about two minutes left with you. I know sure. the time goes very quickly, so I want to run through some things. How do uh, some of these uh, beauty uh, businesses, uh, like salons and spas, how would they maintain safe social distancing? Can you run through some of the, like, start with nail technicians, what you could see them doing in the future? Well, one of the first things we're doing is supplying nail, what we call sneeze shields shields that go up on the table that separate the customer from the practitioner. Uh, Obviously, there's all the personal protective equipment, not only for the professional, but also for the individual who's the customer. In addition to that, we are recommending that they only use hospital-grade infection control. For example, there's a product called Preempt, which is accelerated hydrogen peroxide. It's used in the hospitals. We're telling all the professionals, that's what you disinfectant, disinfect with, because that's hospital grade. So those but how hard is that going to be to get a hold of, you know, when hospitals are dealing with this pandemic? Well, it's available. Our company has uh, the company Virox, which is the Canadian company that manufactures it, has been working literally 24-7 for the last three weeks. And they've been supplying us and we've been stocking for all the distributors across Canada. So we are prepared to ship right across the country. And these salons, usually, Kelly, they go to a local distributor to buy their products, and we supply every one of the 200 distributors in Canada. So they've all been placing their orders. So the product is available. They just need to go to their local distributor. And that's one of the guidelines that the government put out. If you want to open, you're going to have to disinfect. Um, Yesterday, we were hearing that The Good Life has a plan put in place. They'd like to open by Canada Day. And what they're going to do is uh, take online appointments. Will we be seeing fewer appointments at our, you know, our hair salons? Will we be seeing spacing out of 
of chairs and workstations. What do you anticipate seeing? Absolutely, we will see that. And that is almost a separate, very important discussion that we are promoting across the country. Our salon industry is going to be absolutely hammered because if you owned a salon and you could have maybe 12 or 15 customers in at a time, and that's what you needed to be to be profitable, now you can barely have four or six customers at a time because that's all you're going to be allowed to have. And as a result, you're, the, the financial model is another discussion we need to address and, and see what the industry will do about. Because yeah, are we going to see gonna uh, you know, a coronavirus surcharge paying extra because you are going to be safe? They're taking all these measures to ensure your safety. We're, we're totally uh, as you say, they, they have to make ends meet. Absolutely. We're recommending that. In fact, we're putting a little surcharge calculator free on the website. So if you have a salon, all you come in is put in the number of customers you expect to have and we'll recommend a two, three or a five dollar safe. We're calling it a safety surcharge. And most customers won't have a problem giving the money if they see the protocols being followed. If they don't see the protocols being followed, obviously they'd have a problem. But we've surveyed most a lot of the public and the public has said they'd be comfortable paying a little surcharge as long as the protocols are being followed. You know, whenever I ask people what they miss most, most people are, are, are or they're looking forward to as we start to lift restrictions, ease restrictions in the province, people just point to their head and say, I need a haircut or I need a dye job. Jeff, always good talking to you. Thank you so much for Thank joining us so on much. the show. Thanks, Kelly. Cheers. Take care. That is Jeff Bye-bye. Alford, president of the CBON Group.